You tell a story, he does too. Can he one-up you? Well, that's up to you. Tell your best tale and you never know. You could be a winner on the one-upper show. Okay, and welcome back to the one-upper. I'm your host, Ted Blazak. We're uh, again uh, on a lovely early June Wednesday in downtown Coeur d'Alene at the Farmer's Market. And uh, this lovely lady has, has come by and said she would share a story because it's a story that, it's a good story that needs to be heard, right? Or should be heard. It is a very good story that needs to be heard. Okay. A very good story, yes. You want to go? Very close. <laughs> it's okay. And uh, so, um, um, so uh, what's your name? My name's Dana. And where are you from? Uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Coeur d'Alene. And uh, your story's a local story, is that right? It is a local story. Okay, great. I don't really know anything about it, but I love when we get local stories when we come to different places. So, uh, please... <laughs> <laughs> the sound of motorcycles. Oh, yeah. uh, so please uh, share your uh, story with us. Okay. Uh, it's a sad but happy ending story. Okay, good. So it started actually a week ago today, uh -huh. about this time. Oh, okay. My husband and I had just uh, taken our boat out for a maiden voyage for the summer. Oh, okay. Out on Lake Coeur d'Alene and got back, and we had to stop at the local Safeway right up the street on 4th Street. Uh-huh. And I stayed in the car because I was working on something, and my husband ran in for one item. Uh-huh. I realized about 10 minutes later he was not out, and it was not very busy. So you're in the car waiting for your husband to come out. He's Correct. getting something before your boat ride, and he's after going... After our boat ride. Oh, after your boat ride. After. So you've, you've had a full day, and you're headed home. Correct. And uh, and and but he hasn't come back in ten minutes. That's so, right. So suddenly he suspects something. So I said either something has happened because the parking lot was not very busy. Mm -hmm. So as I took the keys and started walking in, the fire truck pulled up. Oh no. So when I first and my husband is also retired uh, healthcare yeah. provider here uh -huh. in our community, forty years, and oh. um, I said it's either him. Or he's helping somebody. Okay, I'm hoping it's the latter. Yes. So I went in, and it was him who oh. was the patient. But there was a local two and well three, I guess you would say, uh, local people, uh, patrons in the store, well, actually helped him. They oh. were the first ones there. They started CPR. They knew CPR. They did not. One of them did not know CPR. His name was Dan. Is Daniel? Yeah. And he um, got a quick tutorial by a young gentleman named Adam who worked in the store. And Adam knew CPR. Yes, he was a lifeguard in his younger days. Oh. He wasn't very old. Yeah. Adam was maybe 20. And was he the lead guy? Of well, the I don't know who was leading, but they did us CPR. And yeah. when, as I came in, the fire department came in with me you know with and I said you know that's my husband and they did uh, full CPR on my husband and mm. ACLS protocols which is advanced cardiac life support and uh, brought him to the hospital he uh, is alive and well thank goodness I'm, so I'm the story very ends up. very well think which yes. is unusual because those scenarios don't usually end like that especially outside a hospital setting oh they don't no 
I don't. Oh. But oh. Oh. there is a very small percentage, I want to say maybe 1% to 10% that you can help. Yeah. And um, he was the lucky one of the lucky ones. And for those people who helped, I don't think he'd be here today. So we want to thank those people from the bottom of our, our hearts. Oh, yes. Yes. Though that's... Uh, I'm so happy your husband's okay. Is he home? He is. He got home two days ago, which okay. is a miracle in itself. Yes. A few broken ribs later. A few broken <laughs> May I inquire what happened to him? He had what they call a ventricular fibrillation, where the heart just suddenly stops. Oh, just really? quivers. It's a quiver. It's, that's a lethal rhythm. And what oh. did it? Is it uh, shocking news to you, or was there a condition where you knew this might he occur? He had a heart condition, but uh, we never expected that to happen. Yeah. So and, and I would. My thing is just. I just feel really blessed that the community stepped up. So I wanna. I wanna ask you about that. Um, so when you, you, you've been a, you were an emergency room nurse for more than two decades Correct. so you have a lot of rare real life experience exactly. and um, and is it that if more of us knew CPR and were trained that more people would survive is is that the issue or is it that usually people have a condition where, it doesn't matter no, whether that is exactly correct more oh, people need to step up and learn cpr mm -hmm. and daniel who did not know it is now going to sign up for oh, a course good. and yeah. how to use an aed which is the automated external defibrillator that you would put on somebody with no heartbeat Ooh, gosh. so uh yes i um exactly. okay uh so uh that's just wonderful and uh, and uh, what what are the names of the the great citizens who came to your husband's? There, uh, well, Daniel, uh -huh. Adam, uh -huh. Ladonna, I believe is her name, Ladonna, yeah, and Teresa was a store a clerk that was in there, and they were all wonderful. I have not met, uh, only met Adam and Teresa. I have not uh -huh. met Daniel or Ladonna. And they're just, and, and two of them were patrons, and the other two worked at this store and. Where was where's the store? One was a, a well, one oh, uh, well I'm maybe sorry. two were a patron. I I'm, oh, I I think sorry. and two worked at the store. Oh, okay. Yes, they were just in line behind my husband. Oh, I see. And and oh, so he was checking out. When he was that? checking out. Oh, and and then with this event, it, it just comes all of a sudden, and he just collapses. He just collapsed right mm -hmm. there where he was standing. Yeah. And um, and uh, so uh, okay. So I just want to interject before we go any further and say, when I was a kid, seventh grade health class, they taught us LCPR. My daughter was a lifeguard, and um, I need a refresher for sure because it's it's been more than four decades. <laughs> I really do. I especially don't know how to use a defibrillator, but uh, my daughter does. And so for all of you at home, uh, the American Red Cross offers free CPR training very easy to go to the web page and schedule yourself to uh, get this type of training that saves lives and it, it this proof that it does save lives yes so. so well and how's how's your husband right now is he like 
watching TV and feeling okay. He is. He is all in his right mind, which is the most important. Yes. He can think and talk and move around very slowly, but he's doing very well. Good. I'm so, so happy to hear that. Um, Okay. So normally this is a lighthearted little podcast. I know. Yes. Most of our people say, you won't believe how drunk I got and, you know, (laughs) something like that. Uh, so, uh, let me see if I can one-up you. Ah! I think I can. Okay. Okay. I got a story. Okay. All right. All right. Let's hear it. So, um, 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 my, my dad was a great guy. And he was, when he was a young man, when I was only like a little baby, he got, uh, he wanted to be a state trooper. And he went through like five or six months of the boot camp. And he was, like, first in his ta- class on all the academic stuff and, like, third on all the physical stuff. And this was his life dream to become a, a trooper. And uh, But he's colorblind. And he hit it so well until he didn't. And then so they toss him out. And he was really bummed about this. But so he went on to become, uh, uh, did do auxiliary police and auxiliary paramedic stuff. So he went through a whole lot of first aid training and stuff like that. And my stepmother was uh, an emergency room night nurse in uh, Holyoke, Massachusetts, which is not the nicest city in the world, or it wasn't in the 70s. And she had amazing stories of crazy patients that would come in. Uh, Anyway, but they they both have this training. Um... Uh, I'm at my father's at this point they had just married and they were living in this very big tall old beautiful apartment complex and I'm watching Saturday morning cartoons with my dad and all of a sudden there's a knock at the door and uh, it's a lady and she says "Uh, I'm coming to visit my father he's next door and he I keep knocking on the door and he's not answering I'm worried what do I do and my father, he just gets up right away. He goes, knocks on the door. He yells. He pounds on the door. He's familiar with the man. And he doesn't say anything. He just, like, back up. And then he boom, kicks the door in. And I'm five years old. And I'm watching this from our front door. And I'm just astonished that my dad is a superhuman. And then he runs in. He finds a guy collapsed on the floor. And he does CPR for five minutes. Well, the woman comes in and uses our phone, and then all the paramedics come up, and uh, he lives. He lives. Uh, but I'm sadly, but he was very old, and not for too much longer. But he survived this moment. So uh, I got to see my dad be that person. That's great. And yeah. So, uh, but uh, you definitely get a t shirt. And I'm so happy that you came to share this story because uh, it's a great story. Yes, and I think a lot of times people stand around and take, they videotape something happening and don't take action when that's a true life, you know, threatening moment there. Someone is dying that needs to be helped, so. Yeah, yeah, that that always frustrates me when I see two people doing something and 20 people videotaping it. What an odd world we live in. Right. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm so happy for you and your husband, 
and uh, uh, what was the name of that store he was in? Just so Safeway. we Safeway. Safeway on Fourth Street. Shout out to Safeway on Fourth Street in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. And uh, um, and 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 one of the beautiful things about you coming on the air to share this story is it does give us an opportunity to point out something that we can all do, which is learn CPR. Right. It's not that hard, right? No, it's not that hard. Yeah. It'll take you a few hours out of your time to learn it. That's right. Right on. That's right. All right. Well, well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. And and, and, and before you go, uh, listeners, uh, if you have a similar story uh, or can help us uh, to also spread this message a little about the need for first aid knowledge, uh, we uh, love to hear your story. So please email your story. Try to mm-hmm. one-up us. Get yourself a T-shirt. We're at the oneupper.show at gmail.com. You can see us at the oneuppershow.com. Uh, follow all our social media links. Share us on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, until we uh, meet again, keep those good stories coming. Thank you. The One Upper Show is brought to you by Trailblazing Canvassers and the Burning Sage Productions.